taste it. Hey, what's on your plate? Is it good? Is it great? Come on, don't hesitate. Sit on down with the unbuja food. When you're cooking at home, wanna set the right tone? Just pick up the phone. Sit on down with the unbuja food. This is Wesley Wright, your Umbuji Foodie. As you know, this is a wonderful Saturday morning, and I want to welcome you. Uh, you know, well, thank you actually for sitting down with me uh, every Saturday right here on WEQY. I know that our shows have been recorded lately. Um, last week was a rebroadcast, so thank you so much for even just sticking around and listening to that. I greatly appreciate it. Uh, right now, I just want to uh, give you some information regarding following me on Facebook, just social media information. And you can find me on Facebook, which is the Unbuji Foodie. Uh, you can also reach me um, by visiting my website, which is www.theunbujifoodie.com. Um, where you'll hear past episodes and recordings, as well as see uh, articles that I've written for uh the community newspaper you could also find me on instagram as well uh, instagram is uh, the underscore unbuji foodie and then of course twitter is also there as well which is at unbuji foodie and you know like i've always said i'm not a person that that rants and raves and so forth so just know that you are you'll see something every now and then not very very often but uh, again, I just want to give you an opportunity to connect with me in that manner. If you have any comments, questions, uh, or you know, just want to share something about the show, please feel free to reach out to me um, by email as well, uh, which is theunbujifoodie at gmail.com. I love to engage with the community. So if you, again, have something that you want to share or even a comment that you'd like to make regarding the show, um, you could reach me there as well. But let's get started with the show. Um, there are a number of events that I want to actually um, bring your attention to. The first one, um, it is actually going to be later on today. So you know my show starts at 10 and it goes all the way to 11. So you, that still gives you some time. So this event is called Saturdays on Selby, and you can find them by going to www.saturdaysonselby.com. It is a, an event uh, for the community. You are going to be on uh, Selby Avenue, and you're probably wondering, okay, well, really, Selby Avenue is really long. So uh, between Avon and Milton, and it's going to be from... 12 p.m. to 6 p.m. So again, that's going to be July 6, 12 p.m. to 6 p.m. That's later today. But it, what uh, this is a food show, so I'm going to bring to you information regarding food. 
Uh, there are other events and other activities that are actually going to be going on with that as well. So first off, uh, you'll the food. <laughs> they described it as being the Twin Cities best catfish, barbecue ribs, gumbo, chicken wings, uh, steak on a stick, and then plant-based um, trio um, comfort foods as well. So it's going to cover the gamut of uh, the different types of cuisines that are across the Twin Cities or they're very popular right about now. So that just is just going to give you that opportunity to, uh, I don't know, enjoy a wide variety of foods. Um, you know, these are going to be a group of vendors that are getting together and providing these foods. So, you know, why not go out and enjoy the food, but also with the other activities that are going on, there will be live jazz music and DJs that are going to be playing uh, 60s and 70s and soul music, um, reggae, uh, R&B, hip hop. Um, I even believe <laughs> one of our, uh, our actual our station manager is going to be down there. So um, Glow. Yeah. Uh, DJ Huh What is going to be down there from WEQY. Uh, so definitely check it out. Uh, they encourage us to go down there and spend time on Selby. It is not, I know Selby seems to be like, I don't know, <laughs> the bougie area sometimes, but it really, the it's a neighborhood that's for everyone. So you just have to go down there and make that choice to, to have fun and to do things. And here's a great opportunity for you to do that. Um, there, you'll have an opportunity to, you know, do wine tasting if you want you got to be 21 though so you, you got to be careful about that <laughs> um but also you'll be able to check out the boutiques the salons spas and other programs that are available down in or on selby i know grand old days is definitely held there but you know it, it will give you an opportunity to have a different experience uh, and that's why it's called saturdays on selby's it's actually going to be every saturday um, i believe again from that time of 12 p.m to 6 p.m now again this is the very first saturdays on selby that they're doing again july 6th which is later today uh 12 p.m but then uh the following week will be what uh the 13th um they're also going to do it then but the following week after that july 20th there's not going to be any you know, just if you're curious and you're, um, you know, saying, hey, I got a plan. Let's plan to do this a couple of weeks out. If you don't go on the 6th or the 13th, then you're going to probably have to wait a little bit, maybe about another you know, couple of weeks uh, after that, because the 20th, they're not actually going to be available or the event is not going to go on. But if you want to find out more information uh, about it, definitely, I would encourage you to visit their website, which is www.saturdaysonselby.com. Uh, and this will give you a better viewpoint or perspective on what the event is actually like. Um, there's so much going to be going on. And of course, we want to encourage people to get out, especially in this really cool weather that we're going to be having. Come on, this weather is going to be awesome this weekend. So why not get out and do something? Uh, if not Saturdays on Selby, there'll be some other items that we're going to be talking about, too, that you could definitely do. Um, and I could just throw this out there. You might as well just go to the, the farmer's market and start your day early and get that done. You know, buy your fruits and vegetables or, you know, there might be some other 
maybe pastries or something that you'd like to, to purchase or like to obtain. Those will be great as well to do earlier in the day. And then just spend the day with your family and go down to Saturdays on Selby uh, and enjoy that time. So keep in mind, once again, that's going to be on Selby between Avon and Milton. That's going to be later today from 12, so July 6th, uh, from 12 p.m. to 6 p.m. So make it out there, people, and enjoy some time. But also, more importantly, enjoy some of that great food because, I mean, they have actually stated, and I'm I've gone to their website and I'll just tell you a, a number of stuff. It said world famous shrimp and grits, award winning honey garlic wings, New, New Orleans um, gumbo, family style catfish, uh, history making uh, barbecue ribs. I love all these descriptions, by the way. I'm just saying it. This sounds really cool. Uh, delicious steak on a stick, Jamaican jerk chicken, juicy burgers. Uh, sweet gypsy waffles and splendid uh, trio based the trio plant-based comfort food so as you know trio is a a vendor or a restaurant that really focuses on plant-based cuisine so they are also going to be out there as well so look you have a full-on gamut of the type of foods that are going to be available from the plant base all the way well most a lot of it is a uh, carnivorism <laughs> carnivore yes carnivore but i mean seriously look shrimp and grits the wings uh ribs it's just it's enough for everyone so don't miss out don't say oh well you know it's gonna be too crowded well then you're gonna really miss out it really is for the community and want to give people an opportunity to just um if you would, and not sounding really like overly zealous, but yeah, fellowship. Get out there, meet some new people, bring some new, you know, meet some new friends, bring other friends, and enjoy the day. You know, once again, it's going to be from 12 p.m. to 6 p.m. between Avon and Milton on Selby Avenue. Okay, the next one. That next event that I'd like to talk about, which again is going to be starting later on today. So I'm telling you, you just have to be, you have to be involved. <laughs> you just have to be, know that you're going to be busy. So there is the 39th annual Hmong International Freedom Festival. Uh, that is actually going to be uh, starting today, uh, July 6th at 8 a.m. So it's going to be busy. 8 a.m. But it's going to be hosted or is being hosted by the United Hmong Family and Leao uh, Family Foundation. And as I just mentioned, they've been doing it for the past, what, 38, th- this is the 39th annual um, festival that they've put on. Uh, so they are looking, we know that we have a large Hmong community um, in our cities so or in the Twin Cities. So especially in St. Paul specifically. So why not go out and enjoy, um, you know, a different type of cuisine? I know personally, I'm going to try to make it. I'm not going to promise. But I know that for myself, I've always enjoyed variety type of foods. And even Hmong food too, 
you know, this was the first time that when I first came to Minnesota, this was the very first time that I had an opportunity to taste Hmong cuisine. And, you know, being in the work, workspace or, you know, um, office uh, corporate America, just here in Minnesota, I was working for a financial institution at one point, and there were a lot of Hmong uh, uh, individuals or men and women that were in you know my were my co-workers and friends became friends and they would bring their their you know family dishes and so forth and i love them i really do and i know that they're probably thinking okay is he gonna like it now this is prior way prior to me even you know being the unbuji foodie i just really enjoyed tasting other uh cuisines of other of other nationalities and you know Hmong was no different i mean it, it, i did equate it to some other asian or similar asian type cuisines as well but you know there there be seasonings that would be different or maybe the way that they prepare it um i just liked it all <laughs> so if you're like me and you're a person that really enjoys an opportunity to taste different um uh, interesting creative flavorful food definitely make sure that you're visiting or you uh, take a time to uh, go to this event once again it's the 39th annual Hmong International Freedom Festival and you're probably wondering okay where is this going to be I'll tell you in just a second it is going to be at McMurray Fields the address is 1151 Wynn Avenue that's in St. Paul Minnesota uh, there is uh, a entry fee so you may want to actually go to their you know facebook page and see what that entry fee is uh, but i tell you considering the 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 time the length of time that you would actually have to be there and enjoy uh food um and just friendship with making new friends actually and I, it just seems like this is a a natural thing for me to say is making new friends when it comes down to you know having a food that you've never had before what i've experienced is that people they really do want to see your reaction and when they do see your reaction and they see that wow they they like it or you know how did you know about my, you how do you learn about Hmong food or, or whatnot i think there's a little bit of an interest or appreciation that they see in you because you are appreciating their cuisine so once again this is going to it's going to be two days by the way it's going to be saturday july 6th which is today and then tomorrow um sunday july 7th uh that is going to be i believe it's going to be at the same time actually if i'm not mistaken um, but in both instances they're going to go till 10 p.m so you have no reason to miss this i think a number of friends are probably going um, I, I'm not even going to try to pretend and say that I, I am because I do have another event, but gosh, this seems like a cool event to just go to. Um, and it's going to have a lot of other activities as well. I think this is June and July kind of like a time when people are getting out and doing things and going to festivals and making the most of this warm weather that we're having so i i can't be mad at them for that you can't i'm quite sure that you want to get out and do things yourself so um definitely there is something right there that you can actually that you could do 
Once again, that is going to be the 39th annual Hmong International Freedom Festival. It's being hosted by the United Hmong Family and Lao Leao Family Foundation. Where the event is going to be held, once again, is 1151 Wynn Avenue in St. Paul. Um, there's going to be Asian cuisine, um, Asian barbecue, um, really exotic fruits uh, that you know, perhaps you're not familiar with and maybe you're not you don't know how they can be prepared or um yeah ask someone <laughs> they'll tell you but then there's going to be boba tea uh and ice cream so those are just a few of the uh, the different types of items that are going to be out there for food that's just me telling you here are a few things there's gonna be a whole lot more so make your way down there to mcmurray field remember there is an entry fee so i would encourage you to visit their facebook page um, or just go to events and look for the 39th annual Hmong international freedom festival and you'll find out a whole lot more information um yeah this it's gonna be fun i'm quite sure it is there are a number, uh, I think one or two, something that's been going on for, for what, almost 40 years? Come on now. Uh, there's got to be something behind it why it's so successful. So, hey, you, you can't knock that. Okay, something very, very similar to that. See, there are so many things that are happening just today. And I told you that there was going to be a lot, right? <laughs> I, I really, I promise that. And not disappointing in any way shape or form but here we're gonna have the little mekong uh, night market that is gonna be on june oh, excuse me july <laughs> that's to later today and uh the following day tomorrow that's july 6th and 7th uh, the Little Mekong Night Market that is going to be from 5 p.m. to 12 a.m. And that's on both days. Actually, I, I take that back because I think Sunday might probably, they might shorten it to probably about 10 p.m. Because it does actually say that on their Facebook page. Uh, but where that where the Little Mekong, where Little Mekong is, uh, it's 422 University Avenue, Suite 14. But, you know, I would actually encourage you to go to maybe uh, they, their website. It, well, go, if you go to the Facebook page and you look for a Little Mekong Night Market, you'll be able to find that. You'll definitely be able to find it. You could also find it on Eventbrite as well. But they also have a face, they also have a, a page. Um, a website that you could actually go to if you'd like to find out a little bit more about that inform about the market as well so again they have a website and that website is uh, littlemekong.com 
And by going to littlemekong.com, uh, it gives you an idea of if you've never gone to the Little Mekong um, Night Market, and I'm going to read the description too because it helped educate me a bit more too as well. Little Mekong is the Asian business and cultural district in St. Paul, Minnesota. It's located between McCubbin and uh, Galtier Streets along University Avenue, which is the district that boasts a, ver- a diversity of cultures, top-rated restaurants, and unique shopping experiences. Visitors then have an opportunity to come to Little Mekong to experience the unique culture and flavors of Southeast Asia. So, you know, once again, that uh, address where it is where the event is going to be is 422 uh, um, University Avenue West, uh, Suite 14. That's St. Paul, Minnesota 55103. Definitely, once again, I encourage you to go to their Facebook page so that you would actually see um, a little bit more about um, the the event. And as I mentioned before, they have an event, even though there is no entry fee, there you know you could find them on Eventbrite as well. So if there is a a need for you to obtain like a ticket or something, or just um, to prove that you you know, there for that event, uh, yeah, you could go to Eventbrite and look for that information um, as well. It's I have never been to one and all of the years that I've been here or just even been over into St. Paul and hearing about, hey, you know, we're going to be at the night market. We're going to be at uh, Little Mekong Night Market. I'm like, what is it? Where, you know, where do you go? Who knows? It, I might have an opportunity on Sunday. Well, uh, I work on Sunday, so. (laughs) But you all... I'm quite sure probably don't have to work Saturday or Sunday or maybe opposite days, whatever the case is. If you have an opportunity this weekend, I'm just giving you a number of different places where you can actually go um, and have some fun, specifically with food. And indeed, this is also another place where uh, it will um, afford you the chance to taste some really great um, Southeast Asian uh, food and cuisine by going to the Little Mekong Night Market. Uh, Check it out, folks. Please check it out. Uh, July 6th and July 7th. Remember, it starts at 5 p.m. Later today, 5 p.m. And then goes all the way until 12 midnight. So that's a long time. Uh, So if you're like, oh, no, I'm tired. You can still go later. There's no excuse. Um, but remember, the address is 422 University Avenue, Suite 14, St. Paul, Minnesota, 55103. Um, tomorrow, it's going to go from 3 to 10 p.m. So uh, hopefully I didn't state uh, about tomorrow being late or I, I don't think I did. But uh, again, tomorrow it is going to be from Little Mekong Market. Uh, night market is going to be from 3 p.m. to 10 p.m. So if you don't get a chance to go today, you have another chance to go tomorrow. Uh, and that will, you know, definitely you'll have an opportunity to enjoy that time. So uh, remember, visit their Facebook page if you have any other questions or you're interested in finding out more. Uh, yeah, go to their Facebook page. Okay, so I don't know if y'all know. I really like seafood. 
and and I hope that you all like seafood too. And I have to kind of like there's there's got to be a, a a way to find out specifically all the freshest places, the seafood restaurants in the Twin Cities. Um, someone did actually you know start kind of like a little bit of a list but these are like the fine seafood dining which I admittedly I did not see one that I think probably should be there unless there are some folks that think that uh, Ocean Air has probably not been the best I don't know but here are a few that someone uh, from Eater Twin Cities has mentioned uh, that they feel are the 10 finest seafood restaurants in Minneapolis and St. Paul. So, okay, let's start off with Martina. Martina is uh, an Argentinian slash Italian uh, restaurant. Uh, it's located in Minneapolis, I believe in the Upton um, neighborhood area. If you're not familiar specifically where it is, it's uh, 4312 South Upton Avenue, Minneapolis, uh, 55410. Um, they also have a website that you could visit as well, which is martinarestaurant.com. Um, there you could get shuck oysters, you could get fried out calamari. Um, and it's interesting that they have what fried calamari, and they said they describe it as being dusted with a bit of cinnamon, uh, and then you know it's placed in this uh, lobster for the diavolo pasta. <laughs> Try to say that f fast five times. Lobster for diavolo pasta. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I, I have gone to Martina before and I've enjoyed having um, a brunch meal. I've not had an opportunity to have seafood, but that's very interesting. So if you are an individual that has had the opportunity to go to Martina and experience um, the seafood there, you know, I'd love to hear from you because this is just it's I, I know the food there is wonderful but uh, the actual seafood itself i don't know i'm not exactly sure about that so yeah okay four bells four bells i have not been to four bells but i know some friends that have and they've really talked about it and said how great four bells has been and that they they would go back again and again and probably again but for bells they are located at 1610 Harmon place in Minneapolis Minnesota 55403 um, like Martina and many other other places um, they also have a, a website that you could visit to find out more about them uh, it is fourbells.com they actually offer I mean just looking at um, you know the food it's Scott Pompish uh, he's a well-known name in sustainability circles um, they, they look out for fresh sustainable um, fish or um, seafood and 
how things, especially in the case of seafood, if they're ethically caught, because that's a whole nother subject that we could actually go on and discuss. But yeah, it's important. A lot of these chefs are really taking that to heart um, about what is actually available um, and if it's ethically caught, how it's caught, all of that. And they look at that from a standpoint of, yeah, uh, this is important to us and what we are going to feed or prepare for our customers is important. Um, we just don't want to serve, just serve seafood. We want them to also have an experience. Well, with Four Bells, they consider that very, very important. Um, when you go to their website, you know, they talk a lot about what it, what the, what it actually means. And I guess I never really thought about what Four Bells means. Sometimes uh, um, the name of a restaurant really takes on a meaning, not of its own, but it has a meaning already prior to the actual name of the restaurant. We're here, um, when you talk about the restaurant, um, they have kind of the history or understanding of what four bells means. The sound of a bell rung four times is a long-standing signal to sailors that it's time for a break. So that sense of relief, it's now made available for those that honestly, you know, here we are in the middle of the country, basically. We're in the Midwest. Folks are probably thinking, you guys... In Minnesota, you really don't have or can't get any type of fresh fish or, or seafood. Mistake, definitely a mistake. Uh, here, Four Bells, they actually promise and, and, and deliver uh, menus that really, they take the a guest on um, a really a wonderful seafood journey, if you would, um, because they bring in the freshest fish, uh, freshest fish uh, to Minnesota. Uh, and literally, you know how we have we talk from farm to table, from um, what from uh, from farm to fork, and so on. For them, it's dock to dish, uh, and that's really awesome because you know you want it fresh. You want to be able to. Sometimes you just want to taste. You don't want any of the added herbs, spices, and so forth. You just want to probably just take take a really great fish. Yeah, I know I'm talking probably lobster more than anything. Lobster or maybe crab. Yeah, you could season it a little bit, but not the over over seasoning and so forth that you know probably we're used to at times. I don't know. <laughs> but here the chef is able to really apply a passion and techniques that he feels uh, would be great for the restaurant and for the um, for the person that's actually consuming the food why not actually you know prepare something that is going to uh, be fresh and going to be memorable at the same time so hey uh, you, you can't you can't miss out um, on going to them but two offerings one company I'm sorry I got uh, <laughs> I got Distracted because I also saw Butcher in the Boar. Butcher in the Boar is a totally different situation. <laughs> We're talking about seafood at the moment, but Butcher in the Boar is another wonderful place. Very creative, make really great American craft foods. Another time, even though right now we should be talking about Americana, but I feel that we need to be talking about seafood. Uh, that's just, it's just me. Sorry. 
So, okay, let's continue on. The next place is called, and I'm going to probably screw this up. I'm hoping not, but it's called uh, Kiachki or Kiachi. <laughs> See, I told you. Oh, yeah, yeah. So here they are located at 3758 Nicolet Avenue. Their website is www.kiachi.com. So K-Y-A-T-C-H-I.com. They have sushi rolls, nigiri, sashimi. Uh, Yeah, the list goes on and on. And but they are apparently one of the the best places another one of the best places to actually have seafood so if you if you've not been there uh i remember months ago i talked about them and once again another restaurant that deals with uh how fish are caught or how they obtain them they are talking a lot about sustainability and the different types of uh, ethical ways that uh, food is being or certain animals in this case seafood is being uh, pur- purchased bought obtained um, but Kayachi is actually been voted a best sushi and best Japanese um, restaurant if you would buy mini uh, Minneapolis and st. Paul magazine uh, this seems kind of kind of far-fetched or off <laughs> but I'm, I'm quite sure that it's because when you have a, a mindset of what a restaurant how it should actually be um, when something else is coming out of the out of the kitchen or is being presented to you you think wow that's kind of random and, and odd <laughs> but here they you know they've also been considered the best hot you know place that serves the best hot dog uh, or best hot dogs across America so that first one best hot dog that was by the Star Tribune local newspaper best hot dogs across America people magazine people magazine people <laughs> people magazine yes exactly so don't get it twisted but here they have two locations one is located in South Minneapolis and then the other is in lower town uh, st. Paul uh, they like to have fun they really encourage uh, people to come there with uh, with an open mind. They again are constantly focused on sustainable um, fish and seafood, um, both in the traditional Japanese as well as the American way. And it's all based on um, they have all of their seafood is selected based on the um, Monterey Bay Seafood Watch guidelines and. I again I've talked about that that's another uh, another subject that we could probably talk on for a, a longer period of time but that Monterey Bay Seafood Watch guidelines they actually have a listing of the different types of fish or seafood that are coming from the ocean that they encourage you to either stay away from or say that it is safe to actually eat or consume um, that's another website that's just really awesome so you could see that as i mentioned sustainability is such a great um 
in the focus and forefront of the minds of chefs and restaurants nowadays. But even consumers today, they also have that same thought process as well and are like, okay, well, where did this fish come from? And there's, surprisingly enough, Monterey Bay Seafood Watch Guide, that also tells you, it encourages you, ask them where that came from. Because you don't want fish that has too much mercury or has been caught um, in, you know, these uh you know, you want wild caught rather than coming from fish farms and so forth. It's it's so important to know where your food is coming from. That's, I swear that there are so many different topics that just as I'm mentioning them and, and sharing that you have to think of and you want to have that type of conversation uh, with, you know, maybe amongst friends, um, at a restaurant or, you know, with a with you know a restaurateur uh, a chef some of them are really interested i mean okay i will take that back because if you get to a restaurant and <laughs> you try to make it seem like okay where did this fish come from <laughs> that might not sit too well with the chef or with the maybe with the staff they're gonna probably think of you as a, a problem individual and I don't believe that you want that you want to be able to have a really great experience so I, I kind of encourage would encourage you to research first and there's always a way to say things and just ask them hey where did this uh, where did the fish come from you know how was it you know how was it where was it raised or whatever the case is. I noticed that you have salmon on the menu or I noticed you have mackerel on the menu or whatever. Um, is that a wild Alaskan um, salmon? How was that? How How is the chef going to prepare that? You know, it's questions like that rather than the condescending tone that some can take when it comes down to finding out about their food. You don't want that. I, I would hope that you don't. Okay, so getting back to the actual food uh, from Kayachi, when you go to their website, interestingly enough, it they actually provide, if you would, uh, a link where you could actually go and it asks the question, where our food comes from. So when you click on that, you know it says, you know it gives the information, and very extensive and all the different areas. Uh, where their food is coming from um, it just it's across the board it's across the board it really is but specifically I'm going to concentrate on the fish guys I gotta give them compliments I've met uh, the if you would individuals that run the fish guys from and it they describe themselves as organization that from our choice of fishing and farming partners and meticulous whole fish processing to our stringent sustainability practices and unwavering customer-centric service we treat our people our product our process our environment and our customers with the utmost respect that is like the best thing to hear especially because they are concentrating so much on sustainability so what, what what have i mentioned so far sustainability among these chefs are are key they're, they're like to the forefront and they are making it their purpose 
to continue to focus on that. So here we have another restaurant uh, and another organization that is actually providing them with their food that is concentrating on knowing where the fish is uh, coming from, how it's caught ethically. Sustainability is is part of their lives. So that's really awesome to hear. And we've only touched the surface about you know, these uh, seafood places. And there are a few more that I want to share with you as well. But you know, you could also find that out. Here's one that you probably, I have mentioned, gosh, I'd say years ago. But if you've never had it before, I remember when I first came to Minnesota, I had a friend take me uh, I, I don't know if you want to say kidnap me, but I, I mean, I followed them to some place where I had no idea where I was going. And, you know, it, it was this small little place. Uh, it, it's kind of cramped, sort of, but not really. Um, but yeah, it's called the Anchor Fish and Chip. Anchor Fish and Chip, they are located in the northeast um, part of the city. They're located at 302 13th Avenue Northeast. Uh, they use wild Alaskan cod filet. That's their, the, pretty much their staple when it comes down to you know their fish and chips, of course. But here, you have to have, you have to, they do create steak fries, uh, but that, that cod, that fish is just it's so good. It really is to die for. I gotta tell you, um, they are open. By the way, I didn't tell the other places that are open, but you could definitely go to their websites. Here, um, they also have a website which is www.theanchorfishandchips.com. But here, uh, their hours, like for for today, uh, Saturday, it's 10 a.m. to 11 p.m. Sunday, uh, 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. Um, Fridays, they are available from 4 p.m. to 11. And then Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursdays, they are available from 4 to 10. They're not available on Monday, so don't try to go to them. <laughs> Breakfast is even um, available to them or through them from 10 a.m. to noon. And then, of course, it switches over um, strictly to having, uh, you know, uh, I, I, what would you say lunch dinner <laughs> whatever the case is but yeah uh, on their website they talk about being the real deal I mean grass-fed uh, burgers meat and veggie uh, pasties and they have a full Irish uh, breakfast on Saturdays and Sundays you just gotta you gotta you gotta taste them okay side note I saw a, a hideous uh, alcoholic beverage um, that I I'm gonna say that I don't like it it's just it's a cider <laughs> Magners I don't know if it, there's anybody out there that really likes Magners but I can't help it I don't like it and you know I it's very rare for me to actually have such a maybe a visceral action or reaction I should say um, to certain things and for me to voice it on air to you when I'm trying to be positive and staying positive about it yeah um, 
That's one that I will not say I ever like. Ever. <laughs> Magner's Cider? No. Please don't ask me to ever even think of it. Anyway, on to the more happier <laughs> happier items. The menu itself uh, for, once again, they are located at 302 13th Avenue Northeast, Minneapolis, Minnesota 55413. This is, we're talking about the Anchor Fish and Chip. Uh, fish and chips. Uh, their menu. Uh, you know, I already mentioned a few things, but uh, let's just take a look at like lunch and dinner. Uh, of course, there's going to be fish and chips. Um, they have battered sausage and chips, hand battered banger um, sausage, custom made for us from Fisher Farms. Uh, that's uh, gosh, these wonderful prices and everything. I'm sorry, I just got to say that. Um, yeah, the helicopter burger. Um, it's a burger that's topped with Irish um, cheddar, um, a Fisher Farms ham, and a fried egg. Yeah, that helicopter. I I'm quite sure that, oh, well, I, I thought it was probably bacon, and those would be like the propellers or something like that. I don't know. Oh, gosh. They have poutine. If you've never had poutine, I'm telling you, folks, you need to have some poutine. And I'm not just saying just from Anchor Fish and Chip. I'm just saying you have to at least have it one time in your life. One time. Uh, curry or gravy chips. Our hand-cut chips are smothered in our curry sauce or brown gravy. That actually sounds really good. I'm just going to say that. Um, of course, they have sides. They've got coleslaw. <laughs> mushy peas i'm not sure about that uh or heinz beans uh, of course you know that's just that was just their lunch and their din dinner um menu they also have a food truck just so y'all know as well and so if you're not familiar yeah get familiar um it's it's i'm looking at photos of the place and it hasn't changed um which I, think I like that part. I don't know why. I just do. But as I mentioned before, they also serve breakfast. So Saturday and Sundays, I'm looking at some of their items from the breakfast menu. Um, I love it. The full whack. <laughs> Two eggs, uh, rashers, bangers, uh, black and white pudding, uh, potato bread, grilled tomato and mushrooms, and Heinz beans. Uh Oh gosh, breakfast bangers. Tommy's, Maloney's, breakfast bangers, rashers, and uh, black and white pudding. Yeah, uh, just, you gotta go to, you know, the anchor fish and chip. So, yeah. Like I said, there are a few others that I would love to share, and I'll just throw them out there. There is, what, the Grand Catch? That's um, a place that... Uh, open with i think it's been there for a year now but they're located at 1672 grand avenue once again another place that they concentrate on um sustainability in uh, the seafood but they are it's kind of like a build your own cajun style um seafood boil uh, you could pick pick your shellfish like crab shrimp crawfish um you could choose your sauce and then you know, there are the various types that are available as well, uh, and as well as heat levels. <laughs> I love how they say from mild to insane ghost. <laughs> but, you know, you have um, shrimp rolls, uh, uh, 
uh, whitefish sandwiches, snow crab dip, and so many other items um, there as well. If you want to find out more about them, you could definitely go to www.grandcatchmn.com to find out more information. Another is um, uh, Meritage. If you're not familiar with Meritage, um, very there are really focusing on oysters at Meritage. Uh, you could get them raw, then broiled with tarragon butter and breadcrumbs. But you know, if you would like to have maybe some uh, a Nishois, uh salad, and then have seafood, um, you know, added in or just have a, a dish specifically that's all seafood you could get that there at meritage they're located at uh, 410 south uh, excuse me 410 st peter street uh, in st paul minnesota 55102 uh, for them you can please visit um, www.meritage-stp for st paul.com so meritage-stpaul.com the last one that they have on the list um i have not had an opportunity to go there octofish bar others have gone there and they've really liked it i'm not going to try to give my opinion on what they are or, or if it's good or not but i know that i have heard um james beard award-winning chef tim mcgee is you know, in partnership with the fish guys and what what I've mentioned about the fish guys before that focusing on sustainability and the importance of knowing where your fish is is coming from, how it was caught, all of that um, tells you a lot about um, a chef or the restaurant and how it's going to prepare food, how it really is going to be looking out for the experience for the uh, for the customer or the person that's actually consuming it. Um, here they at Octo Fish Bar. Uh, first off, they're located at 289 5th Street East. Um, once again, that is in St. Paul, Minnesota 55101. Their website is uh, www.octostp.com. Uh, so that's O C T O S as in Sam, T as in Tom, P as in Paul for St. Paul.com. They uh, create or prepare um, Japanese style lobster rolls, scrambled eggs with baby squid. Yeah, don't be scared about the whole, you know, these descriptions and all thing. You got to try things. You really do. Um, octopus, um, bolognese, uh, you know, seafood pozole. So it, they have world creative of. Uh, flavors and palettes that they work with and they prepare um, once again con with consideration of the sustainability um, uh, sourcing of the fish where it's coming from and so on and so forth so yeah check I would just encourage you to check it out just so that you have an idea of how it how it is you know <laughs> you, you can't go wrong if you have uh, a James Beard award-winning chef at the helm that is preparing this food uh yeah there's no way that you were going to have some nasty food <laughs> sorry that was probably really kind of uh mean to say i'm not saying that all the other places are serving nasty food i'm not saying that at all but again considering the creativity um 
the person, their chef in the kitchen, behind the kitchen, is going to just be looking out for you as the customer. And you definitely, you won't don't want to go wrong with that, do you? No, not at all. Okay, so there you have it. Uh, tell you, uh, it was a lot. There's, there's more. And, you know, that's not, I don't even think that's all of it. Because there are a number of other places that... Uh, I probably think I w- that wasn't even touched on. Um, like I mentioned, I'm like Ocean Air wasn't touched on. I uh, unless things have changed, I don't know. Uh, you never really know someone's palate or their thought process of why they're not included on the list or whatnot. So I just figured, hey, I, I like Ocean Air, but you know, I'm not saying that I go there all the time because I've I've of the 11 years that I have been here, I've been there once. <laughs> and that was only because uh, a friend that came into town was like, yeah, we're going to go to this uh, seafood place in downtown St. I mean, downtown Minneapolis. I'm like, Ocean Air. And he's like, yeah, how'd you know? I'm like, that's the only one that I could think of down there. He's like, yeah, you're going with me. I'm like, okay. Anyway, but yeah, again, once before, that was way early on, early on when I first came here. So I wasn't the bougie foodie then. Now I am, and I haven't gone back just because I haven't had an opportunity yet. Anyway, okay, we've gone, we've we've covered a number of different things. We, I mean, we've done Little Minka Market. We've uh, talked about um, the uh, Hmong International Freedom Festival. Oh gosh, um, Saturdays on Selby. Ooh. The seafood. Okay, here's here's a new place. I'm always looking forward to a new place that I could actually share with you all as well. So don't don't be mad. You know, you want to hear about this place because it's in Northeast though. So if you've if you like Mediterranean food, uh, yeah, you're gonna like this place. Um, it, it, well, you should like this place. Let me put it that way because it, you know it's gotten rave reviews it's so hard to go off there and try to get it yourself um but it's a new place uh, and maybe sometimes you just kind of want to like give it some time to grow or whatnot but a lot of folks have already loved it and they are posting pictures and everything on them so i'm kind of like jealous uh but it's located the place is called olive and lamb and they, they are located, uh, as I mentioned, in Northeast. The address is 2424 University Avenue Northeast. That's Minneapolis, Minnesota, 55418. Um, once again, uh, 2424 University Avenue Northeast, uh, Minneapolis, Minnesota, 55418. Uh, uh, the website that you can visit is oliveandlamb.com. So, and is spelled out so olive the word olive and a and d lamb l-a-m-b so you know just if you're curious uh yeah it's all one all one word all together all one word all one word so i'm looking at their i was looking at their menu Uh, again what did i say it's always a food show so i'm gonna share places that i found you know in my research and, and whatnot when you go to their 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 website or their webpage, um, you find a, a number of different um, wonderful sounding uh, descriptions of the food. Um, 
this one I thought was quite uh, interesting where it's uh, spinacopita. It's uh, filled dough layered with spinach and cheese. And hopefully I, sp I said that correctly. Uh, spinacopita. Yeah, spinacopita. Uh, and then another is their sambosa which is a flour tortilla filled with potato, onion, and herbs. And these are the like, small bites. So just to start you off, I'm just going down the list. Uh, those are just a few. They have, uh, again, keep in mind, this is a Mediterranean uh, restaurant serving you know, apparently really great food because you're getting a lot of uh, accolades, basically, a lot of positive reviews. I have yet to go there. Um, so I'm not exactly sure when they opened. It, I think it was in the last couple of months, um, so I'm just finding out about it. But that's not to say that you know, it's in, in bad or, or anything of that nature. It's just that, you know, sometimes you can't find out about every restaurant. But hey, uh, but they have lamb shank, uh, a veggie kebab, you know, that's portobello, portobello mushroom, squash, bell peppers, tomatoes, onions, zucchini, um, kebab rack that's beef and lamb and chicken um, tenderloin and then uh, a veggie kebab with rice that's actually so it's, it's a lot <laughs> and uh, it sounds good though it sounds good but they have so many different um, items on the menu and uh, I would encourage you to if you'd like someplace new definitely visit their website um, to give you an idea of what are the different types of dishes that are available uh, and that you might select or you might that might catch your attention you never know i tell you my friends thank you so much uh, for sitting down with me today and just listening about all the different items that are actually available so i hope that uh, you have maybe learned something new or find the um, a new spot uh, possibly that you are uh, going to have an opportunity to visit. Make sure you're taking advantage of those different um, festivals that are available or that I mentioned that are going to be happening today. Um, events are really important. They let you get out and find out about new cuisines and about your community. So let me encourage you to do that uh, today and for the future. But we are coming to the end of the show. I want to thank you again so much for just sitting down with me. Um, remember that I'm here every Saturday at 10 a.m. Um, again, I, have, I know that our shows are being recorded and we're playing them for you. But I want to make sure that uh, you know that I am going to be here every Saturday. I will try to inform you if it is a rebroadcast. But as always, um, know that it is right here at 10 o'clock every Saturday, right on WEY 104.7, the voice of the East Side. So as I end every show, I want to encourage you never to let anyone tell you what type of food it to be, because really, it is all about the food. Down with the unbougie food day.